Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Sand Talk, the Beach Soccer Podcast, supported by La Liga. With thanks to Beach Soccer Worldwide's partners, Puma, Iconic, United Nations Alliance for Civilizations, and Genius. Thank you all for believing in the sport. Welcome along to this Sand Talk, the Beach Soccer Podcast, and drumroll please, on the eve of the big tournament in Moscow, we'll look at the runners and riders, the potential winners, plus a couple of surprises as we pick out our dark horses for the big tournament ahead. Plus, we'll look back at the women's tournament, the Intercontinental, the very first edition of that for the females, which was featured just outside the Luzhniki Stadium there in Moscow. And we'll play our brand new quiz, which is play your keeper's height. More on that in a bit. I'm Mark Prendergast, sometime beach soccer commentator, the man pressing the buttons tonight, and our man in Moscow, Matt Mills. How are you? Hello, Mark. I'm, I'm good. I'm in Moscow, as you say, and I'm not going to lie to you, I'm exhausted. Working very hard over here, but super good to be here. Very happy. I mean, it must be so exciting to be at a, a tournament like that where it's just absolutely huge and the place must be absolutely buzzing. Yeah, it is. It really is. There's there's signage for everywhere for the for the event, obviously, and it's my first. So even even happier to be here for that and, yeah, to be, be a part of it and everyone's very excited seeing the players again after... For, for, for many of them, it's been two years that I haven't seen them, so yeah. And the stadium at 50% capacity? Yeah, that's right. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, can't wait to see the Russia games in particular. And let's look back before we look forward. And I have to say, it is a rapid rise of Brazilian women's beach soccer here. They won the Intercontinental Cup and looked well worth it. Yeah, like you say, it was a historic event and it went so well. Brazil were amazing. Think about it, it was only their second tournament. The one thing I know about Brazilian beach soccer is if they're going to do it, they really do it. I realised this when they were at the World Beach Games in Doha. Their backroom staff consisted of Marcelo Mendes, who's coached teams like the UAE at the World Cup. He's coached Japan as well. You know, he's a top, top level beach soccer coach and he was featuring in the backroom staff as a consultant, sitting in the stands, guiding the team through. So that the big backroom staff was there. They were all of high, high quality. So you just knew that Brazil doing beach soccer, 
they're going to take it seriously. And I think this point is being proved now. And I think teams like Spain will be looking over their shoulder. England will be from afar as well. And for the likes of the USA, their first tournament, they'll, they'll see a real high standard to aim for. Like you say, they're full of stars. Uh, Lele Vila, Andriele, Dani Barbosa was amazing. Some of her goals were amazing. She actually scored the first two goals in the history of the Women's Intercontinental Beach Soccer Cup. So, well done to her. But like you say, Spain and England, I imagine, are going to be nervous because uh, look like Brazil are coming for them. It reminds me of the Jaws, you know, when you hear the music, you're on the beach. Da-na. Yeah, they're coming Da-na. for you. There's nothing you can do. You can paddle really fast. You can try and get out the way, but they're coming. One thing I've noticed coming up for the big tournament this week, Matt, is I have to give a round of applause to the mascot. It is a proper mascot. Zeriska, which is kind of like an eagle. This is what I like to see because as I go back in the mists of time here, this has been some of the mascots they've been for huge tournaments in the past. Okay, 1982, Spain. It was an orange wearing a small Spanish hat. That was the, that was the mascot. <laughs> his name was Naranjito. I say his, he could have been female. He can't tell with oranges. They're asexual. Can I just pick you up on your pronunciation there, Mark? It would be Naranjito. Sorry, Naranjito. <laughs> 1982, an orange's mascot. 1986, in Mexico, it didn't get much better. It was a jalapeno there that was the mascot. A jalapeno (laughs) wearing a sombrero. In the biggest cliche of Mexican life ever, (laughs) that was their mascot then. 1990, it went a bit weird. That kind of feel for the stark industrial feel. So the mascot there was like a dismantled sort of Rubik's Cube. It was just squares in different colours that represented the Italian flag with a football head. <laughs> the name was Chow. <laughs> got, got an Italian cliche name for 1990. Chow. But this one, in Russia, representing Russia, Zariska. And I tell you what, from what I saw as well, can hit a volley. Yeah, he was, uh, he's been doing the rounds, hasn't he? Kicking a few beat soccer balls. But I think, I, I, think, I was thinking about this, it's the, officially the Firebird. But I don't know if... If in English, that would just be Phoenix. Would that be Phoenix? I'll tell you what, while you're there, go and have a word with the mascot. I will, yeah. He doesn't speak much English, but... Uh... <laughs> well, to be fair, eagles don't tend to speak or phoenixes either because they're mythical. Anyway, yes. round of applause for the Russian mascot. Is it a, a proper mascot? I like to see an animal as a mascot rather than an orange, a jalapeno or a dismantled <laughs> movie's <object>. cube. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So featured on Beach Soccer Worldwide is an article written by myself uh, talking about who I think is potentially with a chance of winning the World Cup and a dark horse, a team you probably wouldn't expect to do that well. But I think they, they could surprise a few people. Now, I think either Brazil, okay, because everybody says Brazil every Beach Soccer World Cup. I think probably mm-hmm. Portugal are going to be in with a very good chance to retain their title. But Russia at home for me... I think they're edging it a little bit. They've beaten Brazil a couple of times in World Cups previously in the knockout phase, and I just feel they they get a good few results. They will not fear anybody at home. I can't argue with you there because, uh, I mean, one thing to bear in mind is obviously the injuries that uh, Mario Narciso has suffered with Portugal. Uh, It's going to be without Jordan and Rui Coimbra, which is a real shame for them, of course. Not like they haven't won it before. so That's the thing for Russia. They've got the players who've been there, done it a couple of times in some cases. Nikoronov has been fantastic in the, the club tournaments in Russia this year. The likes of Shishin, uh, Krash. They've all been there, done yeah. it. 
and on home sand. I think they could be, could be. The eagle gives them the inspiration they need on a touchline as mascot. I think Russia could win it. Can't argue with you there. And you remember how they played during the qualifier for the last World Cup. They absolutely blew everyone away. And my yeah. da- my dark horse is the surprise package. I'm going to go for two here, OK? Is that is that allowed? I know you asked me for one. Can I do two? Yes, yes, that's fine. We'll allow that. OK. First one is Belarus. I just think they've just mm-hmm. slowly but surely built a really solid base of beach soccer there. And Marco Octavio, the Brazilian coach who came in, prior to that, the legend that is Gilberto, worked with the team for a while, and they've just moved it on. And Nico Alvarado, the Spanish coach now, he just seems to have taken them to the next level. They've got players who are really experienced. A lot of them play in the Russian league. I think with the likes of Bokac, Ryabko, experienced players, they qualified previously for a World Cup. Again, it's that being there, done it. They'll have learned from that experience. The coach will have learned from that experience. And I think it could be a surprise package. And the other one I'm going to go for, uh, just simply because I don't think they were expecting to be there, is Switzerland. And I think when something's taken away from you, you think not qualified, you're disappointed because you're a team that's been to a World Cup final before you, normally qualifying for the World Cup, and then it's given back to you. It just gives you that lift and... You've got nothing to lose and everything to play for. And I think the coach will be so, so important here for Switzerland, Schwinzi. He spends his time, a lot of his time, coaching Kristal in the Russian league and in international tournaments. So he is going to know the opposition inside out. So I think that experience plus the happiness to be there could see Switzerland as a surprise package also. That's true. And it's interesting you should say that because if you remember the last qualifier... Portugal just got in by the skin of their teeth against Spain in the fifth place playoff. Do you remember that? It went all the way to penalties. Yep. And they ended up winning it, didn't they? And again, that was the moment where Russia beat Brazil when everybody expected Brazil to win it. So, yes, we've got to go for sort of the same three teams, I think, to be there or thereabouts. Any surprise package will go Belarus or Switzerland. All right, Matt, as you sit in your hotel room, I realise that watching CNN and maybe various Russian channels is all you've got to entertain yourself, yeah? That's true. Well, just to help you on your way to sleep, Matt, I think we should just play a game before you lay your head on that pillow. Okay, it is a very nice pillow as well. I'm very lucky. So it's our special big tournament quiz. It is Play Your Keeper's Height. So the rules of Play Your Keeper's Height are pretty simple. I'm going to give you the name of a goalkeeper playing in a big tournament this week, Matt. I'm going to give you his height. Okay. And then I'll give you the name of the next keeper, and you have to guess if he's taller or shorter than the keeper I've just spoken about. In other words, higher or lower than the other keeper. You see where I'm going with this? Play your keeper's height. Uh, yeah, yeah, I see where you're going. And you know what? I like it, so do play along at home. And I'm going to say if there's any TV companies listening, okay, this is, this is my idea. It's copyrighted at this point now. Okay, right. Your first goalkeeper. Christo of the United States, a very experienced man. He is a decent size, 185 centimetres. Your next goalkeeper, Matt, Elliot Manoud of Switzerland. Is he higher or lower than Christo? Higher or lower? Where are you going? Higher or lower? Um, okay, well, Christo is pretty tall. Uh, I know that. But I saw Elliot today and I actually thought to myself, now there is a tall man. So I'm going to say Elliot. Is the correct answer. He is higher at 188. Your next goalkeeper, the home goalkeeper for Russia, Chushkov. Is he higher or lower than the man mounting it is Elliot Manoud? 188 Elliot Manoud, is he higher or lower 
I mean, like I said, Elliot is pretty huge, so I think Chuskov might be shorter. I'm going to go lower. Is the correct answer. He is 1-8-2. And your next goalkeeper is from Senegal, Al Saini. Is he higher or lower? Don't think I'm going to get this one wrong. Uh, he is enormous. Um, quite intimidating to stand next to. So, yeah, I'm going to go higher. Is the correct answer. He is a massive... 190 centimetres in his bare feet. Wow. And the final one is Mao. Super experienced, multi-World Cup winning Mao. Is he higher or lower than Alsaini at 190? Higher or lower? Higher or lower? Um, higher or lower? Mao is definitely higher than me, but I think he's got to be lower than Alsaini because Alsaini is just one of the tallest people I've ever come across. Is the correct answer? Mao is one eight five, big fella, but not a really big fella. Alsaini of Senegal. So that was play your keeper's height. I think that could be a sensation, Matt. Play your keeper's height. I think there's going to be TV companies knocking at the door. I'm sure. Yeah, I totally agree. To be honest, I didn't want to stop playing, and I'm sure the listeners didn't either. I do detect a slight bit of cynicism in your voice. So on that bombshell. <laughs> I will say, please have a check my article out. It's on Beach Soccer Worldwide as we look forward to the big tournament in Moscow. And Matt, the socials, please, so people can keep in touch with you. Socials are at Beach Soccer Worldwide in most places, except the awkward Twitter where it's Beach Soccer underscore WW. And we'll catch you next time for more Beach Soccer. See ya. Podcast Network.